yourself for smaller goals that lead you on a journey of dopamine cycles to your overarching goal. Keep this task simple and you will find yourself flying through them because you will surpass your progress, your motivation. You will get to a loop and getting into this flow. Cleaning the garage, for example, or cleaning your closet is a big task for, for most people and then they tend to avoid it. But if you start with one drawer of your closet or one space of your closet, then you will be able to achieve that job and generate this kind of dopamine loop. Once you have this dopamine because you were able and achieve one part of the goal, then you will have created that cycle of easy to complete. Welcome everyone to our section of Drops of Wisdom. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about The Practicing Mind by Thomas Sterner. So we are going to divide and conquer with this book. I'm going to give you five key ideas that are going to serve you in order to really assemble your life from a present perspective and not uh, being anxious about the future or being depressed or worried uh, for things about the past. Have you ever felt like you are not enough? This is something that is so commonplace for many people to have it that right now for several individuals more and more they are uh, adding up the numbers in this feeling more because of the busy culture the social media toxic comparisons and the high demands of life that everyone wants to live in this um, fast-paced world instead there is a new way of living inspired by the present moment observing and acting without rush can you imagine that to develop joy and pleasure imagine that you can pause your life and you can live in a more um, soothing rhythm in a more comfortable place and that doesn't mean that you are not ambitious that just means that you are more present in your own moment so let's go with the key ideas for from this book and the first one is unattainable ideals and high expectations are the ones that create many of these anxiety issues that the most uh, that most of the people have right now you probably aren't surprised that these high expectations are fed by social media platforms and many of these marketing messages. Think of all the polished, perfect and wealthy people that are featured in magazines, advertisement and many of these influencers. They just create the life that they want you to see. They depict themselves as perfect lives and they Uh, use filters and images and really specific moments to trigger you into comparison. Nearly all of the products marketed to us today, including these kind of people called influencers, are made desirable by convincing us that our lives 
just won't be as good without them. Just won't be as good without their advice or without that whatever they are promoting. Of course, these high expectations aren't all bad. You need that ambition for your own life, but you need to make it by yourself. We can use images of a better life to inspire us to work hard and achieve more, but it has to be based on your own wishes and desires. Unfortunately, we tend to use many of those things that are being promoted more as a comparative measure. So we compare our performance to the one of our colleagues of or neighbor or friends or family members, whatever, and you feel that you are less off. Then when you look in the mirror, we are keen to compare our appearances with those we see in the street or in these platforms. And there is another problem with the way we engage with our ideals. Rather than working toward one goal and feeling satisfied when we achieve it, we raise our expectations every time we achieve one or we get something and we want more. And it's a never ending road. The action to avoid this kind of behavior is that the action and the uh, best tip so that you can realize that you are on that thread. Striving for a perfect life and comparing yourself to any kind of ideal is fueled by mass media leads to constant dissatisfaction and anxiety. So every time you feel anxious for something that you don't have, start realizing what you already have and anything that you have achieved. Now, second idea, present focus progress. How do we get ourselves into the present moment? This is often because we are consumed. Many of these issues is because we are consumed with the thought of our end goal. We are constantly chasing something which seems to be far away, no matter how we ha how hard we work. This in turn make us feel discouraged and damages our productivity. Rather than fixating on a future consequence, we need to focus on the here and now to do our best. And this is due to a simple change of perspective. Thinking about our goal can fill us with fear and anxiety, distract us from the real task at hand. But by simply keeping our thoughts on the present moment, our anxiety is going to drop significantly. Putting our end goal aside, not forgetting, just putting it aside in another, let's say in another tab, in another folder, in another compartment in your mind. We will be able to see ourselves making progress and feel more motivated than ever. So, what is the action? Instead of fixating on distant goals, focusing on the present and the process of achieving goals, reduce anxiety and boost motivation. What kind of goals we are going and we are moving in that direction? Use goals as a propeller or rather 
to move your direction. This is your engine to ignite this passion. Our goals are better used as this propeller that steer us in the right direction. But in order to let ourselves be steered, we also need to ensure that we respond sensibly to the problems rather than letting our emotions to color our reaction. We need to take a step back and witness the emotion and objectively assess what is that I'm feeling and what is that is not working with what I'm doing in my life. So make a list of five things that are working in your life and make a list of five things that are not working in your life and don't judge anything. Just witness what you put in the paper. Once you have done this, this can, then you can adjust your next actions according to that list. So what is the action? Your goals should steer you in the right direction because you put them, because you already know what is moving you forward or not working in your life. And they don't serve as measure of progress, but they objectively assess problems and adjust your actions according to those goals. So idea number four, simplify for achievability. And anyone that's ever worked in a large project and long-term project knows that the sheer frustration of working hard while your goal seems farther away than ever. To avoid this frustration, set yourself for smaller goals that lead you on a journey of dopamine cycles to your overarching goal. Keep this task simple and you will find yourself flying through them because you will surpass your progress, your motivation. You will get to a loop and getting into this flow. Cleaning the garage, for example, or cleaning your closet is a big task for, for most people and then they tend to avoid it. But if you start with one drawer of your closet or one space of your closet, then you will be able to achieve that job and generate this kind of dopamine loop. Once you have this dopamine because you were able and achieve one part of the goal, then you will have created that cycle of easy to complete and easy to start on the next one. So you will be feeding yourself into this cycle of dopamine and being motivated to finish the whole closet. Allow yourself to feel satisfied once completing your first small task. Just with one drawer, just with one space of your house, just with one mile a day that you walk, just with one meal that you start being more conscious about what you eat. That's the way to start the dopamine cycle. Then move to create the next one. Once you are in that process, there is no force that will stop you. Cleaning your garage, cleaning your shelves, cleaning anything in your life might take longer than you thought. But if you break it up, that's the trick to make it in 30 minutes, 40 minutes per day. So let's see another example. You want to read a book of 250 pages. If you start with five pages per day, 
You will finish that, that book in six weeks. And that's it. Nothing else you have to do. Five pages per day. And not taking into account the weekends. Just five pages during the week. You have Saturday and Sunday to rest. In that amount of time, in six weeks, you will finish the book. Imagine that. And you were not able to, to visualize yourself finishing. But finishing by five pages, you can make it as an intention every day. So working that at a, a slower pace allows you to stay in the present moment rather than rushing to start finishing the book or frustrating yourself and letting the book aside because you were not able to move forward. Rushing and stressing yourself creates this loop of being on this uh, draining situation, making you less effective. So take your time and allow yourself to complete your tasks thoroughly and efficiently and in your own pace. So what is the action or the tip so that you can concentrate on that? Break large goals into smaller achievable tasks. Simplify the tasks. Set time limits and work at a steady pace to maintain effectiveness. So it's better to be constant in spite of the big goal than to create a big goal and do nothing or frustrating or procrastinating. So number five, and this is the most important one, do observe and correct your technique. Use the do, observe, and correct technique when your productivity waves. We know why we procrastinate when we are under pressure, but what can we do to combat it? The author has developed this three-step technique that can help you maintain calm and focus in any situation. It's called do, observe, and correct. It needs about learning to monitor and respond to your own behavior. Say, for example, you are studying for a big exam and you notice that you are worrying about your results and that is making it hard to study. So apply the technique. You have already covered the do step by noticing that you are straying from the, trust, from, from the task at hand. Now it's time to take a step back, pause, observe the behavior, that you'd like to change, and in this case, it is your worrying. In order to observe effectively, try not to get too emotionally involved or judge yourself for your reactions. Rather than that, look at your actions as an uninvolved spectator, as if someone else is telling you this story. So it is a friend that is frustrated because he has or she has an exam or an interview or any kind of project. Now, what advice or what would you do? What would you give her? Initially, that might be difficult to do, but if you put it as, as a third person, then this technique of observe, correct, and do, it's gonna be much better. So when you are in the middle of a crisis, you can apply this technique and the more you practice this technique, the stronger you will become in your 
self-observational skills and that will become a habit. Soon enough, you will notice yourself applying the technique automatically at any given situation. And anything that you are doing in your life, you can pause, you can observe, and you can correct. Again, it's do something, observe, and correct. Combat procrastination and maintain focus by practicing this do-observe-correct technique. Observe your behavior objectively, without judgment, correct the negative emotions, or first, identify the emotions, and practice self-observational skills. So how can we summarize everything in two sentences? Number one, Nearly all the products, including influencers, are marketed to you today to make yourself so that they are desirable by convincing you that your life just won't be as good without them. So if you ignore many of those things and those feelings, you will be fine. That's the, the end purpose of these kind of people and products. Number two. Combat procrastination and maintain your focus by practicing the do, observe, and correct technique. Observe your behavior objectively, correct negative emotions or any kind of emotion, and practice, practice self-observational skills. And that's the repetition cycle that you have to ingrain in your brain. And that's going to allow you to make your life more present, more meaningful, and more full of joy and dopamine. <laughs> Thank you very much for paying attention. Thank you for listening. If you like this message, if it resonates with you, if you have any kind of question, doubt, suggestion, let me know in the comments, give me a reaction, and please, share this information because I know many people are in this loop of self-disappointment or frustration just because they are comparing themselves with people that are not real. Thank you, have a wonderful day, and we will listen to each other next week. Have a wonderful middle of the week. Bye.